0: Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney, and our regular sports psychologist co-host, Dr. Megan Cannon.
1: All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am excited because I am not bringing on a new co-host. This we say this all the time. I'm bringing on new, new co-hosts all the time because that's right. It's the return of one of our favorite returning co-hosts, the one the only Dr. Megan Cannon PhD of Mind of the Athlete, our resident sports psychologist. Welcome back to the show, Megan.
0: Hello, Scott. It is wonderful to be here as always. I've been
1: working on a new intro for you. How did I do? So. Uh,
0: it was beautiful.
1: Now, now granted, you already you already have our custom I intro can't. that we do automatically, so you'll have like a double intro because we have our nice oh, voice. Man.
0: Well, because Anna,
1: Anna Vocino did the nice professional voiceover for I know,
0: me. I heard it last time. It
1: was cool. Don't yeah. you feel so special. special?
0: It does. It really does. It makes me feel so welcome. So I appreciate We're it. We're both
1: drinking out of our canteens right now for the video I feed.
0: Know. I know. I just I just uh just got a hydro flask water bottle and I've been very thrilled in terms of the uh temperature that it keeps my my beverage.
1: I'm it- I'm I'm impressed. It doesn't matter what the manufacturer is as long as it's, here's your tip, ladies and gentlemen, it's double walled stainless steel. So double like wall, me, I rock, steel. I rock the Yeti and then, oh, oh yes. and then I just got off another podcast. So this is my, uh, what's this fancy one called?
0: Oh, I remember that one. These
1: things. Yeah. I left it at your I, office I for like a month. <laughs> I finally have it. Um, oh, swell, the swell ones. Yeah. This is a this is one of those companies that's a for-purpose company. Like every bottle you buy, they you know, whatever their program is, whatever. So shout out to Swell, shout out to Yeti, shout out to Hydro Flask. Um, and so FYI. We, do, Scott,
0: we drop names on the floor.
1: Exactly. Oh, <laughs> something new since I talked to you last. When you go to livefuel.com right now, I have Amazon banners on there. And Ooh. the cool thing is the Amazon banner changes on different pages depending on what you're on. Like, so if you're on like the health the health page of all the healthy podcasts? Because you knew that, right? Like I, if you go to the podcast on the, you probably haven't on the website in a while, have you?
0: I did to sign up for our co-host. Oh, that's right.
1: So anyway, my point is, is I have created an Amazon influencer page. Why? Because I don't want to monetize my show. I don't want to take on ads if I don't have to. So I was like, wait a minute. Every once in a while, we talk about really sweet gear, casually. Why not people just, go to my influencer page, if they click on my banner, and they look for that and they like it, they buy it, I'll get a tiny little penny or two off of that and that will eventually get paid to me. Um, so I will not be getting rich at all. <laughs> but I, I learned that from Vidi Tortorich, that's what he's done to uh, move away from a lot of his ads. He's that's got, cool. he's got so great, many yeah. viral followers, they love him so much. So that's right, ladies and gentlemen, if you love Megan and you love, well, you don't have to love me, but if you like the format and you like Megan's content, <laughs> Uh, and you want to help me pay for, literally, there's a good chunk of money that I pay to keep this going. Um, <laughs> please click on my Amazon banner and buy something because I will get a piece of whatever you buy. You don't have to buy the stuff off my influencer page. You could just click on that and go to Amazon and buy your, I don't know, loofahs and, and, I don't know, whatever else people buy on Amazon. What have you bought on Amazon lately?
0: Um, actually, I bought <laughs> caffeinated water a new um
1: caffeinated water
0: and for my Garmin because it broke and something for, yeah so I, I've, okay. it's functional Amazon it's
1: okay been, really. well there, there's your tip so I'm not <laughs> asking you and you know, one of the best hacks is here's two things you can do one I tell people oh just make your home page my website that way you never forget to click on the banner but some people might not want to see lilyfield.com all the time but I recommend it um See, because I, ca- I can't do myself. I can't click on my own banner. They won't pay myself. So, I was <laughs> like, all right, well, I need people to do this for me. Um, or you click on the Amazon banner, and then because you clicked through my link, whatever that URL is, save that as your homepage. But now, see, that's risky. Every time you open your browser, you're already on Amazon. Ooh. oh, That could get dangerous. It could. Yeah. It could. It could. Well, anyway, enough about that. That Again, you yeah, Please support the show. So, Megan, what are we catching up on? You got a couple of topics you've been wanting to catch up with us on. And I know you got some exciting events coming up here uh, yeah. as, as we're recording this. I don't know if we're going to yeah. be able to get this out in time. I'm going to try to. I got to figure it out and see if I can get you in before the event because we've got the big CrossFit listeners out there. We have the big Murph workout coming up. So
0: Got Murph, yep.
1: And uh, we always go back to our fans and friends at SYR CrossFit because they put on a really big event.
0: Yes, they do. It's awesome. Their Murph is fun.
1: Is one of your next speaking events actually on Murph Day?
0: No, it is not on Murph Day. We are actually meeting this Saturday. Oh, that's right. Um, and so that's the, the next Wad and Learn. And so anybody that's unfamiliar with the, the Wad and Learns that we do over at SYR CrossFit, it is a, an open workout to anybody who would like to join, a nice Saturday morning partner workout. And then I come in and we'll give a little talk, uh, changing content areas all the time. And this week, we are going to be talking about body image. So the- I am really excited about that one.
1: So, I've attended your, your your presentations, and I would say in the past year and a half, you've definitely presented on body image before.
0: Erin and I, our nutritionist, she and I did, I think, something on body image in 2016. And the only reason I know that is because the slide master had the year on it. And so I was like, ooh, and... it's
1: been a while. We are
0: busting the rust off of it and changing <laughs> it up. I was working on it earlier today, making a lot of changes, different format. Um, well, that's yeah, when I so met I'm you. Excited. That is. Yeah. yeah, well, at the Starbucks. Well, I, I met you at Starbucks,
1: but after. I attended the joint event with you in air. Yeah, that was my that first was right. event that I attended. So
0: First, first Wad and learn. Yeah. Look at that.
1: Which, by the way, awesome. one of these days, um, best practice, you need to video that. We should. And put it on your YouTube channel.
0: That's an excellent idea.
1: Because that's content. I mean, you're already standing there. You're already presenting. You're already teaching people. Um, again, just sorry, marketing idea. We'll p- we'll table that one for after our chat today because we have other stuff to chat about anyway. But anyway, you yeah, are already there. Like tripod and an iPhone, put an iPhone charger on it, you're good to go. So there's it's your true. there's your, there's another hack, ladies and gentlemen. You can do a lot of video work just with your iPhone. Don't go out and buy expensive Scott, equipment. Just
0: knowing things.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, body image.
0: Body is, image. Is that what we're going with today? We, c- you know what? I think let's, it's important. Let's do it. I think it's really important because you know what? There is a lot of body dissatisfaction out there um and it's it's you know it's a shame i think it's it's one of those areas that people are constantly just beating themselves up about you know and there's so many reasons why when you know that factor into body image and um it's it's an area that a lot of people struggle with and it's you know although i think a lot of people when your automatic thought when you hear body image you may gravitate more in the female direction um there is also you know it's equally as irrelevant of a topic for men
1: well, actually, I see. That's why I keep thinking you might have presented on this before, because unless I'm just really just photographically memorized back to that amazing presentation in 2016, because I remember you presenting or we talked about maybe it was our podcast then. we talked about athlete body image. I remember that being part of our, our chat. Maybe, yeah. maybe it was a podcast because we have you on so often. It's all plenty of
0: conversations. We do. We do.
1: (laughs) But this is important, right? Like people think, oh, athletes or or, uh, physique models, they don't have body image. Like, uh, actually, I would think if you were a physique model, you probably have some really (laughs) bad body image issues. I don't know. can, Can you reinforce that? I don't know.
0: You know, I don't. I don't know in that that population specifically, but you know, there's in terms of body image, there's different slants to it. You know, depending on you know what area you fall in. Um, you know, typically, or the the I would say the more norm in terms of female body image, because of this thin ideal that is you know kind of constantly we're exposed to in our culture. Um, you know, the female there's that the, the body image and and the desire to be thin is, is really the push there. Then you hop over to the men's side and we're, we're finding that they have, you know, their more body image difficulties is the expectation of being bigger and stronger and being more muscular and that being associated with being more masculine. And so for them, it's the opposite of this constant strive to become bigger. Um, you know, and so there's, there's that as well, which is really interesting. And then in terms of the athletes, um, there's, for the men you know obviously very of similar path for the females it's a really interesting thing um typically in college is when lifting really really becomes a, a larger role you know i know now in the world of athletics people are are training and lifting and doing things younger and younger and younger but right. it's really that college transition that i mean they are they're lifting as a very scheduled program towards their sport and so a lot of the female bodies become stronger and this is also you know, what we see in that crossfit world as well and so they, they become muscular they become stronger and so their clothes just don't necessarily fit the right way they do put on weight um and it's then again kind of against that thin ideal that culturally we have but there are these strong bodies that are there but it's you know it's also then another area that some of the, the athletes i've seen and i work with and it's just another area of, of struggle
1: you know the first person i'm thinking of right now is a good friend of, well, I don't know if, he, uh, maybe you've met him. He never comes to SYR. He does coach occasionally at Adoration as well as Christmas City and Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, the other two CrossFit gyms. But um, his name is Jimmy, so shout-out to Coach Jimmy Hirsch. Uh, but he's a school teacher. He's a CrossFit coach, obviously. And he's one of those uh, Lululemon ambassadors now, too. Like he, they, Okay, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. So, but I will say in the past year and a half, I've really observed him change his own personal brand, so to speak. And focus on mindset. He's incorporated a lot more yoga. He actually does like mindset meditation stuff now for a cross. And, I, and this Jimmy is a strong sob. I'll just say that. Um, so most importantly on this topic is that Jimmy was a power lifter in college. So Jimmy's like this short, stout, strong looking, bald, like guy <laughs> that can move a lot of weight. And I will tell you, in the past two years, he's. He's still thick-looking, but he's leaned out. I mean, he was always just a big, strong, chunky guy. So it's interesting you talk about this whole size and, and dimension. But admittedly, I don't think he's the guy who's looking to try and go all lean and cut. Like He's fine. He's like, I don't need to be lean and cut. But he did admit he he wanted to lose some of the fluff, right? So... I don't know if it was for body image or just for performance. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Who knows? You know, it's it's everybody's their own motivation, but it's definitely an interesting area. And that's where, you know, when you, you dive deeper into the topic and content of body image that, like I said earlier, that automatic thought is so much associated with like women wanting to be smaller. But mm-hmm. then when you really pull back the curtain, there's a lot of other layers that go into it um, and a lot of things that really impact where our body image comes from, you know, because we have our like societal beauty ideals you know and 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 our culture and how we value it which ultimately impacts the media that we're exposed to right. it impacts our family's perspective and and you know things their ideas on body image which in that home that you grew up in or what you're exposed to in that way you 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 get those notions. And then our friends, our peers, you know, you think of the influence, you spend so much time with friends. And, and so you you have this kind of Bermuda triangle of different things, but it, it lends itself all back to just the culture and our society and, and the messages that were sent. And then we just get it from a whole bunch of different channels, you know, close from our family and friends, and then also through what we're seeing on TV and hearing and movies and stuff. So we, we're kind of surrounded with all these influences that we don't really think about, but it really impacts the way we feel and view our body.
1: So, if people are hearing this right now, whether they're a teenager, a you know, millennial, Gen Xer, whatever, what I'm hearing is it doesn't matter. We're not. It doesn't matter about the sex doesn't matter about the age if anything obviously we're seeing it happen younger right it's happening earlier yeah. uh, than it has in a long time so I mean you as a you know sports psychologist professional like what are you seeing more of this importance as far as the conversation happening with your younger schools you work with like the Emmaus you know, high school swim team I know you work with or are you seeing it more with your collegiate level is it is it even right now I don't know Like, what do you got yeah, you know, it's one of those things that it's just
0: out there. Um, you know, statistically speaking, we are seeing you know more body dissatisfaction at younger and younger ages. Which, um, you know, I mean, that's when you hear that kind of stuff, that's that's sad to think about. Um, but you know, it's. Women overall, there's definitely a higher percentage that do struggle with that. And that's, you know, kind of across the board in terms of all ages. But, you know, in middle school at this point, you know, a stat that I was reading earlier is like 40 to 70 percent of girls are dissatisfied already in middle school, you know, with like two or more parts of their body. Um, You have like 30 percent of them actively dieting you know you have just a lot of the numbers coming out where there's unhealthy eating behaviors there's you know 50% of teen girls and 30% of teen boys use unhealthy weight control behaviors you know and that's all related back to ultimately they're they're dissatisfied you know most at a point with with their physical appearance and so they're doing all these things at younger ages and so you know there's there's that piece of it and then through high school college it's you know it evolves and changes over time and we see it in the adult world as well um and so, it's kind of the, the thing that's always around.
1: I see a lot of it, because um, I remember, and I've actually talked to people, uh, I've interviewed people too, as well. <laughs> like they're, uh, uh, not to pick on one sport, but uh, wrestling. And, I mean, you have yeah. to. They want you to get stronger, so kids put on weight, but then right before you know a meet, they want you to cut weight. So you're on this like si do roller coaster ride of yeah. being told what to do, and a lot of these kids don't know how to do it. The parents don't know how to do it and uh-huh. I know how to do it but it uh, doesn't mean they know how to do it and it just it's causing a lot of problems it's not just a physical image issue it's also causing other side effects right it's messing with your healthy yeah. gut bacteria it's healthy, it's messing with your body and your mind's ability to recover a lot of people are literally starving their mind they wonder why kids are having oh, a problem yeah. you know studying right
0: oh yeah when well, you know body image it ultimately if that's like the precipice for things and and a stressor it leads into other things it can lead you know it impacts mood and so there's been correlations with it in depression anxiety a lot of connection between you know really negative body image and developing eating disorders um you know in men sometimes you'll see the you know like more alcohol is like kind of those externalizing behaviors. Um but then for females definitely a more inward and the, the research really suggests and supports the idea and they they've found that there really is a connection there between um you know negative body image and then ultimately you know our mood and and some of those more more clinical mental health issues. And so it's you know it's really an important thing that um again the automatic thought is always ladies just want to be thin, but there when you look back behind the curtain there's such a trickle down effect of the impact of our negative body image on ourselves um and our experience and also on others
1: so you're doing this solo right aaron's not going to be at this one
0: yep yep so this time we're really diving um, more specifically really into the psychology
1: i already answered my own question because ladies and gentlemen if you want to follow dr megan cannon you can do so on a lot of platforms especially instagram so you can find her at DR, Dr. Megan and in Canon with two N's, but I'm currently screen sharing for our video watchers, the actual flyer for Wad and Learn body image from the inside out at SYR CrossFit. And it says right on there, it's Dr. Megan Cannon. I don't see Aaron mentioned at all. So I could have answered my own question, <laughs> uh, but thank you for clarifying that. So yeah. What do you think about this when it comes to the CrossFit space, right? Like, you didn't start off as a big CrossFitter, but obviously you've really connected with us as a community, and you're a regular at SYR like I am, and um, obviously you know that I kind of live in multiple domains. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I joke around all the time, I'm like, guys, I'm kind of like a CrossFit whore, pardon that term, but <laughs> I do get around. Um, I like to drop in on boxes and and work out. So you and I had fun back on the Super Bowl at CrossFit Adoration in Bethlehem. So Yeah, um, great work so, what do you? Th- how do you? How do you see us applying the CrossFit space?
0: You know, I think in this cro- CrossFit space, but then also in all gyms i think well in in a crossfit space you know kind of circling back to that idea of when you are building strength in the way that crossfit does in terms of the female body you know it's you there are going to be body changes where your legs are going to get larger your arms are going to get larger not to like the degree of you know i think some people conceptualize like neck bigger than head when you start lifting weights so obviously not to that degree but there's as you add muscle there's going to be structural changes you know when things change size and so I think in that area um it can be a challenge And I even think back I have this this slide in my presentation there was a point in time where um on the I think it was Rhonda Rousey and she was on um a late night show and they photoshopped her arm
1: I remember that that went viral and she told them do not do not take my muscles away
0: right. She was like, do not do this. You know? And so even there, like that strong female ideal embodied, like gets criticized. And so I think in, in the gym world, you know, that's a little bit uh, kind of another area where it is even more relevant, um, for those individuals where you're building those strong bodies, but it's kind of at this point, a little bit against the like thin ideal that culturally is really that message is pushed on us. So it's, it's,
1: I'm excited about what's going to happen in our lifetime because I do feel that my personal opinion that's shared by many people that I'm connected with is skinny is out. I'm sorry, people. I do not <laughs> find runway models attractive or, you know, those lean. It's yeah. like, there's no muscle on the body. You look anorexic. People can criticize this episode all they want. If you are that skinny, please go eat a steak. Um, but uh, I mean, it's okay to be strong. I love I strong is yeah. strong is
0: the new skinny, right? Isn't right. that the catchphrase I've heard recently? I like, I love that.
1: Yeah, my fiance and I just com- competed together at a CrossFit competition. We were on opposite SYR teams, so we were technically against each other. And <laughs> she's happy to let me know that they they beat us. Um, but you know, they came. Our, te- our team came in fifth. Their team came in third. I was like, I'm okay with finishing in the top five. Um, but my point is, is that. Like, she's strong. Like, she's not, like, some built, like, pro CrossFit athlete. She's still thin and stuff. But, I mean, she's got a stronger looking back. And I'm like, well, yeah, you're lifting weights. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. Why why do people freak out about that?
0: It's really embracing that. And one of the things that I I like talking about when I do address body image is – so frequently, our brain really goes to like what we lack, right? You know, it's like, oh, I'm not good enough for this, or I didn't get that, or it's, it just isn't there. And so we, in terms of our body, really fixate on, well, I don't have that stomach, or I don't have this, that, and it's all of the things that we, the don'ts that we have, rather than the cans, um and what your body is capable of doing and so it's really reframing that idea instead of focusing on well I can't do this or it's done, not fitting right or this and the other thing it's like well wow like I'm able to deadlift 235 pounds or I'm able to do this I was one time talking to this woman and we were having this conversation and she was in her early 60s she had um you know we're having this conversation of like what can you do with your body you know and, and focusing on that and so she took a couple of moments and she thought, and then all of a sudden this smile just like radiates over her face. And she was like, this weekend I carried my twin granddaughters who were two up two flights of steps.
1: And how old was she?
0: And she was like in her early sixties. And she was like, yeah. wow. And I was like, so you're doing like, we do these things with our bodies and these amazing things every day and day in and day out, whether it's at a gym or doing something as amazing as carrying your grandchildren up the steps um, and everything in between. But we just go on autopilot. We don't think about it. We don't give ourselves the credit for the things that are – what our body can do. Um, but we rather, like, you know, fixate and focus on what we lack or can't. And so I love that reframe and, and challenging us to focus on the cans. And that's so relevant in the CrossFit world with the strength that's just in any box, you know? <laughs>
1: yes. And I think that when people are new and, – and we don't have to dwell just on CrossFit. I think with, when We're people are out. new – to a strong, fit environment, a lot of people do uh, obviously immediately. I don't care who you are. I've done it. Like, there's a body image comparison, right? Like if I, I mean, I automatically because I'm tall and lean, I'm like, oh man. So if I see something like similar to my height, I'm like, all right, well, yeah, dude, I did, that dude definitely did better job on his calves. Or, but then again, you know, you don't know what that person's background was. So maybe that person was actually overweight for many years. And I have learned that your body adapts to your size. And peop, so some guys who have really, really giant calves that are tall or because they were heavy before. And those calf muscles and their legs had to build some serious strength to carry that body weight around until they were able to transform their body. A lot of people don't think about that. Um, but I was like, oh, never realized that because I got a buddy of mine who's that. my size. He's still probably about 210. I'm like 190, 195. So he still got me by a little bit. But he used to be like you know, 280, 290. And he's got these bowling ball calves. It's amazing. Um, So yeah, human body
0: is fascinating, right?
1: (laughs) Because that's something that comes back to it too. Is that I was just doing this on another podcast. I said, guys, like the human body's amazing. It will adapt. It'll also adapt even faster with the right mindset because the body follows what the mind does. And this is something that you and I always vibe on.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, and I, you know that's why I think it's so important for us to, even if body image isn't something that we fix. Say it on and think about it constantly but it's something we need to be aware of for that exact reason is because we have so many messages from even i mean around here for instance you drive down the highway and there's this like big billboard there's always like two in a row for like plastic surgery and like this like it, they always have these little puns that's kind of like doing like a low-key like body shame a little bit of like oh well not big enough do this like and it's like you, you exist in this world where you're just getting those messages just consciously just throughout your day and time and so then like these negative thoughts are just created you know it's not like we're purposely trying to and so that's why it's so important to really just turn on that filter and be aware of just oh wow look at this ad for you know whatever burger place and there's this supermodel in a bathing suit eating like this triple decker burger like that's probably not realistic. Like, look what's going on here. And, you know, when we're able to really just exist and interact with our world and have that awareness, you know, we're able to buffer some of the impact of those messages we're sent and then taking it a step further, seeking out those positive messages. Um, I know we really haven't touched on social media, but that's done a real, real hit to body image. Mm -hmm. Um, And they've done some studies kind of correlating that, but there's, you know, in a a world that exists out there, there, there are accounts for good, you know, and so it's Seek out positive books and positive um, articles that you're reading where it's not like, "Ooh, how to get the biggest abs. It's like how to live a healthy life and how to do this, you know, and and seeking those positive messages so that you start having a positive dialogue with yourself about yourself. And it's a lot of the the messages that we surround ourselves with have such a huge influence on that.
1: Positive messaging is key. Uh, again, it, we, our last time you did a Watt and Learn at SYR, was right around the Olympics, right? And we were talking about, yeah. you know, a, a professional athlete's mindset and how they dial themselves in before that state of peak performance, right? They need to imagine themselves going through a successful routine, whether it be a gymnast, a ski racer, you know, whatever it may be. And I think that's yeah. something that's you know, people forget the power of the mind. And again, obviously, you, know, you are a part of the mind of the athlete team. And this doesn't just apply to athletics. Like We want people to understand that this mindset piece literally applies across the board to all levels of life.
0: Absolutely. It does. All levels. It's, you know, and that's, our mind is so powerful, but it's one of those things we just kind of take for granted. And, you know, we train our bodies all the time. You know, you go to the gym or you go on walks, you like, tra- like, but we don't train our brain and our brain really moderates a lot of our experience. Um, and It's the quality of our thoughts are so important.
1: I agree. And real quick. Just because I love transparency, I'm gonna do a screen share again. So, ladies and gentlemen, seriously, follow her on Instagram because if you go back to January 14th, uh, she shared a fun little video of her playing around <laughs> with 235 pounds. So, I, I'm just, I'm not, I don't need to play. I just wanted to show it because, like, she's she's actually doing what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. And if you see her by following her on Instagram at Dr. Megan Cannon, uh, hello, like you're not some big, bulky, strong person, right? You do not need to be big to be strong. It's actually one of the things that I don't like about the powerlifting space is I have friends at powerlift. I'm like, guys, like the the old adage of, oh, man, I got to get bigger. I got to put that weight on because I got to be able to move more weight around. I'm like, that's BS. When you watch like Olympic lifting, like some of the peak Olympic lifters are not these big, bulky people. But the sport of powerlifting, because you know the key movement in powerlifting is deadlifts, back squats. Uh, it's like okay, people think it to be big to move that weight. And I tell people all the time, like if that's the truth, then I will not move as much weight as that other big guy over there because I'd rather be healthy and fit yeah. uh, than have myself risking a coronary. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's, that's injury is a whole other piece of it. Yeah, but no, it's so true. And there's, there's so many, that's why I'm fascinated whenever I go to any gym, you know, and you just see the people working out there and you get, you're able to just get inspired by, you know, like any group of people that. But anybody that's challenging their body to, to get out of its comfort zone is just so admirable, you know, because it's in a world where I think we really thrive on comfort and um, the fastest way to get things done and efficiency. And that's really our culture. Um, we're capable of avoiding of avoiding uncomfortable a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so at the gym, I mean, at any type of working out you are just really making yourself uncomfortable for a period of time, you know, and I I admire everybody's ability to do that no matter what the workout of choice is. it's just, it's a great quality and you know, you got to get comfortable being
1: uncomfortable. Well, I mean, look at tonight, right? We were just joking around before we started recording tonight, ladies and gentlemen, that she, um, we're coming to to the end of this episode. This is a new 30 minute segment we're testing out uh, because she's a busy woman. So we're gonna be recording multiple shows tonight, but uh, you know, our, our buddy Rob and, and, and obviously the rest of the coaching team at SYR decided to like drill you guys with a 50 40, 30, <laughs> 20 10, whatever it was, workout where you had to, you had to do exactly three right. movements 50 times, then move on to level 40, then move on to level 30. Like, that's a lot of repetition. And like yep. most of us, your body was probably still in furnace modes so when you got home. Like, you're still yes. sweating.
0: <laughs> I am, yes. Yeah, and so before we hopped on here, I had to just like change into yet another shirt because i was just still cooling yeah, down you're still so. cooling down yeah yeah cool. so now i got my my ragnar shirt on
1: there it is yeah i uh, have like i said i've only done one ragnar and that was back in 2011
0: so if you want to do ragnar niagara we still got spots
1: uh, i hate running <laughs> i've I run just <laughs> i've run marathons and have marathons and uh well I, actually I, I can't distract myself I, I just did that double day comp which my hand is still all like ripped up. I'm still healing a little bit. It probably doesn't show up on the camera. Ooh. Oh um, no, no, I
0: see that there. No fun.
1: I actually, I think I posted on Instagram too. I had all the tears on my on my skin. So uh, sharing is caring. But <laughs> the uh, the next phase is a uh, my first try <gasps> in July. So cool. Yeah. So I have Fair to learn enough. how to swim. <laughs> I can help you. <laughs> I, I, I will be joining, uh, uh, the Rodale center at, cool. at, Cedar, at Cedar Crest because everybody says that's one of the best facilities to go to. And I basically muscle a lap and then I have to grab the end of the pool. Cause I never probably, Hey, that's right. I tell people like Kristen called me out. She, I always, I always used to say, Oh, my one weakness is swimming. And she's like, one, you think you just have one. <laughs> and, and I was like, all right. All right. I get it. I get it. I get it. Semantics. All right. Uh, but i uh, fine. Fine. Athletic sport wise. I will try anything. I've done it all. Like I've skydived. I mean, you name it. I'm not willing to, that we're doing the heli skiing wedding next year in Canada, like bring it on. But, um, I have, I, I suck at swimming. So that's next phase.
0: Well, this time next year, you won't suck at it anymore. That's
1: exactly well. <laughs> after July, because <laughs> I, I have now. to, I have to survive a 400 meter swim. We're doing the the, the sprint distance up in North Jersey on uh, Lake Mohawk. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, and then actually, before that even happens, I have my first kettlebell competition in June. So with uh, that world champion Valerie Pulowski from Jersey. So
0: cool. Yeah,
1: a lot of stuff for this. So listen, this is a new shorter episode. We want to bring this one to an end. So okay body image. How are we closing this out? How do we want these people to take action and realize that there's so much tied to your mind making a difference? Where are we at? So much
0: tied. I think top two takeaways, I'm going to do two instead of one. The first is you really, really, really have to focus on and give yourself the credit for what your body can do. Whether that's in a gym, at home, anywhere you are, our bodies are fascinating. They're capable of doing so much. And so take your mind off autopilot and really give yourself that credit. And then secondly, you know, it's having those filters on, being aware of the messages that were being sent so you can be a, ultimately a, a better consumer, you know, a more educated consumer and really choose the messages that ultimately lead to those positive thoughts.
1: I like it. See that? Short, sweet, and to the point. All right, so if people have more takeaways, obviously, as I already hinted, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow her easily on Facebook and Instagram and everything else, but uh, reach out to the Mind of the Athlete team. That's one of the other things. I mean, that's pretty much your main funnel, right? Everybody has, to, everybody calls you guys, and basically they can request you or somebody else because there's, there's a whole team over there. But obviously, we want to shout out to Megan on this one. So.
0: Yep, yep, that is that.
1: All right. So there you go, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Mind of the athlete. Follow her at Dr. Megan Cannon on Instagram and everything else. And again, remember, Dr. Megan Cannon is a regular on this show. We try and squeeze her in every single month because mindset is important uh, because it does drive everything else in the body. Uh, But Megan, hang tight. We're going to switch you over to a new episode. Ladies and gentlemen, that's another new quick format live the fuel podcast episode. Again, we heavily hit on obviously health and fitness today. So I hope you took a lot away from that. Let's focus on the mindset stuff for our audio listeners. If you want the video feed, this will be up on YouTube like we do with all of our shows these days. And again, thanks for tuning in to another live the fuel show. And remember you too can live the fuel. Talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel listeners. This is Scott Mulvaney, your chief intrepid officer, your podcast co-host and founder of Live the Fuel. Just want to take one to two minutes more of your time and give you a little extra value at the end of each of these episodes. Uh, First off, I wanted to make sure you guys got over to LiveTheFuel.com and actually took advantage of my Super 7's resource guide. It's a free offer. And it just gives you uh, 21 different resources to fuel your own health, business, and or lifestyle success. Just some of the tools and applications that I've used and books that I've read uh, over the years to help me grow in a personal and a professional mindset. Now, while you're on the website, hop on over to the supported brand section. I created a new section on the website just to promote brands that I grow and have trusted in my personal and my professional life. I mean, there's, there's applications on there that I use in business-wise, but more importantly, healthy lifestyle-wise, there's companies that I've had founders on this show. Just quick name drop them, you got Eat Pilly Nuts, you got Pure Vitamin Club, you got my connection with isogenics since 2010, since I was wild and firefighting. Love to be able to help you get healthy and fit, lose weight or improve your athletic performance, or heck, in my case, I'm 40 now, age better. And uh, another quick little plug on there is Villa Capelli. Love their olive oil. And real quick note, Villa Capelli and ePilly Nuts, I have my own discount code. So go to lilyfuel.com, click on the Supporter Brands section to get into the resources page, and you'll see my discount code. So enjoy that. Now, while you're on the website too, I've also now built another new tool for you guys, Fuel Library. So the Fuel Library is obviously as it says. It's a library of the either digital audiobooks from Audible or physical books that I've either purchased, uh, borrowed, consumed, etc. Uh, heck even actually half of these authors i have actually now had on the podcast. So feel free to go to fuel library. I've divided it into health business and lifestyle directed sections, and I've been building that out. I'm still looking to add a lot more content because there's tons of authors and amazing books out there. So again, go check that out as well. And then, uh, two last things for you. One, Please, if you get a chance, get over to iTunes and give this show a review. It's going to help us grow the exposure and help other people out there in the world find, live the fuel, and also find these amazing co-hosts I bring on here to help them influence and hopefully positively change their health goals, their fitness goals, their business startup goals, their lifestyle, etc. So please submit a review. I would love to be able to start reading your reviews on a future podcast. And the last thing I'm going to go in here with is my disclaimer. I'm throwing disclaimer in because honestly, I talk a lot about health on this show and business and obviously health and fitness impacts your lifestyle. So please, if you are suffering from a medical illness, a disease, etc. Remember, podcasts in general do not replace professional advice. So, if you have concerns, please go obviously consult a professional. I do bring amazing professionals on this show, but in the end, this is free content that we're sharing over the podcast world. This does not replace obviously a one-on-one consultation, whether it be with a business consultant, a uh, a lifestyle coach, etc., or obviously a health or medical doctor. So, again, that's just my quick disclaimer. This is free content take it as such but please see your professionals thanks for listening gang talk to you guys again soon
0: thank you for subscribing to live the fuel stay connected on facebook twitter and instagram at live the fuel and remember you too can live the fuel so please visit us at livethefuelcom the fuel.com.